There's a reason why we sometimes call it boring legalese. You've no doubt seen more than a few contracts in your time regardless of what they were for. It's the fine print that's to cover the legal behind of whomever wrote it. With Bob's World, I'm Bob Welch. Coming up, a story out of Vancouver involving a real estate deal, a lawsuit, and the judge that threw it all out. In a minute, a Vancouver man who sued the would-be buyer of his home for $600,000 claiming he was owed a deposit for an amount despite the deal falling through has had his claims dismissed by the British Columbia Supreme Court. In a decision issued Tuesday, June 14th and published online the following day, Justice Andrew P. A. Meyer found that an agreement signed by homeowner Mark Angus and prospective buyer John Williams is not an enforceable contract. In a nutshell, the justice determined that the following was not an enforceable contract due to a lack of clear writing as to what the piece of paper the two parties signed was pertaining to. Meyer's decision details several months of negotiations in 2019 and 2020 between Angus, Williams, and CDRW Holdings Limited, a property company owned by Williams' wife, for the sale of a home on East 5th Avenue in Vancouver, B.C. The CTV station serving British Columbia reports the court decision does not share the exact address of the property, which was first listed for sale in early 2019 for $7.7 million. But in June of that year, Williams' wife Donna made an offer on the property, which was rejected. The justice said in court paperwork that the two parties, Angus and Williams, continued to discuss the property after that time, eventually meeting on July 22, 2020. It was to discuss moving forward with the sale in two transactions, totaling $6.8 million. At that meeting, the decision indicates, Williams drafted the agreement and both men signed it. The agreement laid out plans for the sale of the property for $6.4 million, as well as a subsequent purchase of $400,000 for various other items, including furniture and art. In his decision, Justice Meyer refers to the agreement as a term sheet and notes that this is a one-page document with no title that does not refer to the property or its address. It does, however, include a bullet point indicating that Williams or Williams Company would make a $600,000 deposit into a lawyer's trust account by July 24, 2020. Despite the purported deadline, no such deposit was ever paid, according to the court decision. Instead, the justice writes, after an inspection of the property that revealed issues with the building, the Williams family decided that it no longer wanted to buy the property. Angus had his lawyer create a formal purchase and sale agreement which was sent to Williams on July 29th with a deadline of July 30. When Williams did not respond, Angus's lawyer sent follow-up emails that were also ignored. But the justice said none of this correspondence referred to the term sheet. The first reference to the alleged agreement came in an email to Williams from Angus's lawyer on August the 12th, 2020 which set out Mr. Angus's position that he considered the alleged agreement for purchase and sale of the property to have been repudiated. Angus eventually sued Williams and Williams Company for $600,000, arguing that the signed term sheet constituted a legal obligation for the man or the company to pay the deposit. Justice Meyer rejected this argument. He concluded that a reasonable, objective bystander would not view the agreement as legally binding given the circumstances surrounding it and the lack of detail within it. The term sheet, writes Justice Meyer, does not refer to the property. 
He continues to write, although it is a virtual certainty that the property was the subject of the first transaction on the term sheet, the lack of a cursory reference to the property suggests a casualness, which is not consistent with an intention to formally bind to a contract to purchase an expensive piece of real estate. That casualness, coupled with multiple written references including within the term sheet itself to having a lawyer or real estate agent complete paperwork, would lead a reasonable objective bystander to conclude that the understanding or intention of the parties that their legal obligations were to be deferred until a formal contract had been approved and executed, Justice Meyer writes. For these reasons, the justice dismissed Angus's lawsuit, noting that the usual order would be that the defendants are entitled to the payment of their court costs and inviting the parties to make submissions on that matter if they wish. The moral of the story is to always be specific, even if it's in mind-numbing detail, as to what a contract is in fact about. Bob's World for Friday, June 17, 2022. I'm Bob Welch. Make it a great weekend.